a Steve Mathis production. Check it out, Pulp MX fans. We're proud to announce iPhone users can now get the official Pulp MX app from the App Store and have archives, show drops and technical info, stories, and even exclusive bonus Pulpcasts not available anywhere else. As always, use the Mathis code at btosports.com. And when buying from Amazon, click the banner on pulpmx.com to show your support. episode of the Steve Mathis show there is a high chanceability you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking yes. or make you say to yourself dude that's so funny the bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview welcome to the racer x podcast show brought to you by btosports.com hosted by Steve Mathis Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX Podcast Show, Thursday night edition. Uh, it's late here in California, or I should say Pacific time where I am. It's uh, 9.30 at night, but uh, this man waits for nobody when he wants to do a podcast, and that's that, and that's the way it goes. Um, I got up at the text the other day um, from a strange number, and uh, one I hadn't called for a while, but uh, let's catch up. The world needs to know. Travis Preston, what's going on, man? Well, Steve, honestly, I just miss hearing your voice. Oh, you know, I was wondering if that was it. That's so sweet of you. Um, what's going on with you? You know, um, no comeback by you. It, it might be done. You might be done. No comeback. Yes, yes, I think so. I, I, I realized uh, it it takes a lot of work to be in shape. And you once I was yeah. out of the game for over a year, I just figured, you know what, it's, it's just going to be too much. So... Um, you know, I decided to pursue other things, and uh, but the good thing is uh, I'm back in California for the winter, and I've been riding quite a bit lately. Nice, nice. You still got your place up there in the desert? Yes, we're still in the desert. Okay. So it's, it's so, good. Yeah. I'm enjoying the, the nice uh, December weather here. Now, you were back in North Carolina doing motocross schools. Yes. I'm. I'm how it's working out now, I'll be in California for three months, and uh-huh. then... I'll do the rest of the year in North Carolina for nine months. Wow, quite a nice gig you got going on there. And uh, yeah, it's wor- and by the way, when you say when you talk about how you get out of shape and it's hard to get back, I hear you. I hear you. Like I'm not coming back either. You know, <laughs> like it's it's over. So yes, I understand what you're com- where, where you're where you're coming from. Um, and you probably got all of your money that was owed you the last time we did one of these from goggles and teams <laughs> well you know i i have not received all the money yet um I, i'm still waiting okay all right so we'll we'll see what happens you might get a fedex package and it's not going to be your money it's going to be to tell you that you're fired <laughs> <laughs> um well it must be nice north carolina for nine and california for three that's and that's a nice breakup um 
because people don't realize that even though North Carolina is pretty far down there, it gets kind of cold, huh? Yeah, it's well, it's it's really not the the cold. It's just the rain. You know, uh-huh. we we get rain once twice a week, and the tracks just don't have a chance to dry out. And yeah. I kind of want to keep the kids riding year round. And in California, in the winter, uh, as you can tell, this winter we haven't had much rain, so right. you know we're able to to stay on a good riding schedule. And how's the motocross schools thing going for you? How's it working? Uh, it's it's going good. It's it's a lot more work than I first uh, thought it was going to be. Um, just trying to maintain the tracks and trying to you know maintain phone calls, emails, and then right. uh, you know it's it's I'm kind of not used to having let's say almost a real job. Yeah, as much as you, much as a guy like you, yeah, can have one, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, so lots of students, or do you have a lot of private guys that you tutor all the time, or is it sort of groups of 20, or how, how's, what's most of your time spent with those schools? You know, I've, I've kind of figured out, keeping it small, uh, the riders tend to get a little bit more instruction, so uh, a lot of my business is, is uh, private, semi-private. Right. Uh, maybe the, the biggest group I have is probably around 15 guys. If it's more than 15, I, I usually don't mess with it. It's a good number, 15, by the way. It's a good number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, favorite number, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I don't know how much you've been following the sport, but the number 15 won an outdoor title. Now, granted, it wasn't the Tim Ferry, but it, it was a number 15 this past year. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah, so uh, the schools are going good, and, and it seems like it's, it's going well. Now, did I hear that you were at Loretta's or you were going to race Loretta's? Did I hear something about that last summer? Yeah, you know, I I always keep saying that because that okay. is a goal of mine to get out there and race Loretta's. But uh, for me, summertime is the busiest time trying to get all the kids ready for Loretta's. Right. And then you know my fitness kind of gets put on the back burner. So you know, if if I'm going to go to Loretta's, I'm going to go to win. So I want to make sure I'm going to be in shape. That's the spirit. The 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 number eleven once again will rise. Yes. Um. Uh. So. Do you enjoy it? Do you like what you're doing? Do you enjoy, like you're a pretty outgoing, funny guy, but you're not, you're not super uh, talkative. You know what I mean? Like you're you're pretty quiet. Um, do you like talking all day and teaching these guys? And and what, I mean, is that uh, is that tough for you to do? You know, it it was kind of hard for for me to start, but then once I kind of figured it out and kind of mm-hmm. realized how to explain it. And, and one, you know, I've been around motorcycles my whole life. Right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about it, so uh-huh. um, I, I understand it well. So, you know, I, I enjoy showing people how to ride. Um, and what is the state of motocross schools these days? What, what's your take on it? It seems like uh, Billy Linovich, I just found out, was doing some last year. Um it seems like a lot of guys are getting into it, dipping their toes into it and doing these schools. And, of course, you got the older guys that are still doing it. So what's your take on it? Yeah, you know, I, um, I, I was I actually talked to Billy uh, last spring at one of the races, and, you know, we were talking about things. And I was really happy to hear, you know, guys like Billy, Casey Johnson are doing it. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because I think racing has changed and uh, how you ride a motorcycle has changed. You know, it's not it's not 19... 95 anymore and uh you just see so many people right. instructing and coaching who you know either don't ride or haven't ridden in 30 years and 
it's, it just kind of bothers me to see all these kids mm-hmm. getting taught the wrong way, and then I have to come in and try to fix all their problems. <laughs> yeah, who wants to do that? Who wants to fix all these problems? <laughs> I mean, really, let's face it. Uh, 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 what uh, anybody you anybody in mind that like? Can you think of anybody? that you've been teaching that maybe have picked up bad habits at other schools that you're like, no, no, no. Like any examples, anything off the top of your head? Uh, you know, basically if the person hasn't raced in the last five or six years okay. professionally and done pretty good, yeah, they pretty much don't know what they're doing. But you know who's really impressed me is actually Gary Bailey. Oh, yeah? Yeah? He, he's, now, he seems like he's, he's very um, – he he pays attention. He's uh, he's um, he just seems to be real uh, focused on it. And you know, through th- through the years, he's actually been good about changing. Right. You know how how the styles have changed over the years. Yeah, he's had a lot of races, videotaping stuff and figuring you know looking yeah. at stuff. So th- yeah. that that could be why. That could be one yeah. reason why. You um, know, he's taking video. He's he, he's he's analyzing and right. that's kind of what i do and that's why i like to keep the classes smaller yeah i myself if i were to teach now i did i went to marty smith i went to gary Semix, i went to tony d um i think i've done a few other ones uh, my dad just took me around in the quest to make me you know the greatest rider that in the world didn't work mm-hmm. but um now if i was teaching i would just i'd simply put a dvd on of say bud's creek first moto 2003 um, where the number fifteen rocks <laughs> walks all over the field in the four fifty class, and I would just hit play, and I would walk away, and I'd be like, "Here you go, kids. This is what you want to see. This is it." And that somehow doesn't surprise me. That's just me, though. That's just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Hey. So, uh, North Carolina, obviously, the J. You still tight with the JGR guys? Yeah. Uh, I'm. You know, JGR helps me out with bikes, uh, test suspension. Uh, Got to ride uh, race bike last year, uh-huh. um, so yeah, I, I definitely hang out at the shop quite a bit. Okay, what, what what's going on with that Yamaha? What do you think about it? That's what you ride. That's that's what I'm riding right, right now. Okay, so so what's the deal with this thing? Give me give me your give me your honest opinion. As much okay, as honest who, opinion. As much as someone who I gets love... bikes from JGR and, and and knows all those guys and you know, um, no one listens I love... to these things. <laughs> no I love the motor. Um, yeah, my my JGR motor is the, the best motor I've ever had. Honda, Cowie, anything. Factory, uh, factory Cowie, factory Honda. You're talking. Yeah, I mean, now I do love Rick Ash, and my Cowie motor was good, right. but my JGR motor is just a little bit better. Okay, all right. Um, and then let's see. I think the 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 suspension stock is 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 flawed with the Yamaha, but I think what JGR has done with the suspension is is huge improvements. And the the thing that I've noticed, because I've ridden so many other bikes now, you're not going to like everything about every bike. Right. So you're going to have to take the good with the bad. The thing that I love with the Yamaha is it might not do everything well, but at least when I'm riding the bike, I know exactly what the bike's going to do. Uh-huh. All the, all the time. Or like if you're at a KTM, sometimes a Cowie, I can't tell what the bike's going to do. Right. You uh, you you agree with me that it's got a bad rap, though? The 
Yamaha, yes. Yeah, but I think yeah. if you get the bike to the right people, you you can fix it, and it's right. a really good bike. Okay. All right. Uh, well, hey, speaking of JGR, they took a big step up this year. I, I love it. They're uh, sponsoring the Butler Brothers team. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Ellison, Jason Thomas, and uh, Michael Byrne, which is cool yeah. for those guys to see, you know, to try to break into another brand, another team. That's, that's an excellent idea by Coy and the boys. Yeah, and I think it's really good because, you know, I, I, I know Michael is, is, is a really good test rider. Um, and I, I know you love Jason. So. Yeah, yeah, no, another another fan of of uh, yeah, Jason Thomas. I mean, I mean, come on, Why, how could you not like the guy though? Like he's been in the trenches. He, you know, he's a, he's one of those guys that's just in the back. He's a field filler, but he's a good rider. He's been out a long time. Now, I went to the race last weekend, and I, I I seen some Butler Brothers bikes in the main event, and I just is is Jason number sixty six. Yeah, he is short. Okay, yeah, he's pretty short. Um. That's that. That's why I figured it was him. No, but he didn't make the main. He didn't. No, no. Oh, I I missed that part. Yeah, J- Jimmy Alberton did though. Forty-eight. Oh, okay. Um, um man, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about that, Steve. No, no, it's tough. It's tough to take. I mean, it's a deep field, though, right? Let's talk. Yeah. About, let's talk about the race. Yeah. So you're at the race. You got a credential? Yeah, you got a credential or anything? You just buy a ticket? Uh, no, no. Actually, speaking of JGR, Jeremy Albrecht got me a credential. Oh wow! Okay. All yeah. right. So you, you're, yes, he you're, did. And I mean, is there any? What does the two thousand and one one twenty five West oh, 2000? two thousand two two thousand two? Okay. Yeah, it's the ten year anniversary. Okay, so ten years in. I mean, is there any sort of is there any sort of celebrations planned or anything like that? Well, how does that work when you go through the pits in the Supercrosses? I mean, well, you, you know, first off, you know, it's if it wasn't for JGR, you know, I would not get into the pits because <laughs> failed AMA, you know, I would have to pay sixty-five, eighty dollars, whatever, to get in there, which yeah, yeah. blows my mind. Um, so luckily, Jeremy got got me into the pits and. You know, it's people don't really notice me anyway. You know, people in motocross they move on very yeah, quickly very, to the next big thing, very quickly. Yeah, and but you know, it was cool to go by Geico Factory Connection. Uh, mm-hmm. That 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 was really fun to see the Rocco. I talked with him for a while. Ziggy, uh, Jeff Meisjack, okay, uh, a so couple old mechanics still work there. So yeah, it was so, good to see all those guys. So those guys still remember. They still fly the flag. Um, yes, they do. Uh, no, it, it's uh, it's a little depressing in a sense. And, and again, I hate to bring up his name again, but Tim Ferry. Uh, you know, we've talked about it, uh, and that's what he he laughs because he, once you're done, you're done. Like no one cares. It doesn't matter what you did. Um, you know, Carmichael's kind of holding on by doing some TV stuff, and but for the most part, great riders like uh, Larry Ward, Larocco, Yogi. The Tim Ferry. I mean, nobody cares. It's really, it's really sad how that works. You know what's funny though is as you get older, like I respect those people so much more now. You know, like like right, I, I right. really look up to guys like Jeremy McGrath. Uh, right. You know, like a guy like Ryan Hughes. People that are still riding, even yeah. though they don't have to ride. Tim Ferry, he doesn't have to ride. You know, these yeah. guys are still riding motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. No, exactly, because there's no money, there's no glamour in it anymore. They're just getting on their bikes and, and riding. No, that's cool. I just wish our sport recognized um, you guys a little better. 
And I don't know what I'm I don't know if I'm not saying that they need to chopper you guys in for opening ceremonies and walk out in a helicopter, you know, and and but just it just seems like fans, media, everybody, you're gone and you're gone. You know, uh, well, you know, uh, it's like 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 you said, the the media. I, I think it's a whole thing of you have to include us in more things. You know, like you, you could include us in, you know, some articles in the magazines. You know, Ricky doesn't have to do the commentary on every single race. Why not include me? Why not include Timmy? Yeah, yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. You would be good. You're funny. Um, sometimes. Nah, I know you don't try to be, and it's just you, but. Um, no, I just, uh, you know, it's just funny how that works. Just Yogi, you know, Yogi is just uh, one of the sport's greatest riders, never won a title, like a big bike title. And we were talking about this last year. He's just like, yeah, dude, nobody notices, nobody cares. I can walk anywhere I want. You know what I mean? Like I used to not be able to walk through these pits. I could not walk from here to the concession stand. You know what I mean? And You know, yeah. what's, what, what's worse is I actually enjoyed going to – the Supercross this weekend because a lot of people did notice me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the sad part was when I go to an amateur race. Yeah. Is nobody notices me? Yeah. Nobody. Nothing. <laughs> Even though I'm still the fastest rider there and I can beat every person there. Right. Right. They still don't. <laughs> it's just weird. Um. No, I know. I just I don't know. Those guys, you know, ten year anniversary though of the O2 title. I mean, let me tell you, that's still burned. It's still you know. Still a big deal. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, beating James Stewart, by the way, who is now sort of in a roundabout way your teammate. He is. Yes, he is. Your JGR amateur side. He's JGR pro side. Exactly. Uh, uh, he had a rough race. Didn't go well. Yeah, um, I watched. Uh, I kind of just I didn't watch it on TV, so um, uh-huh. I just watched. You know, at live, and I kind of didn't see how he crashed, but um, I noticed he just looked a little tight, maybe. Yeah. A little, little off somewhere, not sure. Right, right. Maybe, but maybe you can get in there and I, coach him up. Well, no, you know, I, I, I talked to the guys at the shop, and uh-huh. they, they, they got a lot of things figured out. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking for some better results this week. You need to go in there and throw your bike down on the ground and demand – the tank and shroud combo. Demand it. Oh, I know it, right? Just demand it. Just be like, I will never mention the word JGR again until you give me that tank and those shrouds. <laughs> I'm uh, just happy to have a motor and suspension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to push it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, what else about the race? What else did you think? Man, I was super impressed with uh, Villapoto. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you, you, you know who impressed me was... Um, uh, Brayton. Yeah. Yeah, Brayton wrote uh, LCQ. Weimer. Yeah. Weimer came through the pack, you know, just slowly picking people off. Right. Um, you know, and, and let, let's say Dungey rode the KTM a lot better than I thought he would. Yeah. No, it, it, it looked good. I mean, I, I want to see him on with a full set of whoops, but he looked good. Yeah. Looked like um, the thing. I yeah. still think he looks a little off compared to Suzuki. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but okay. yeah. I think you know KTM's making a lot of changes, so uh-huh. that's good. Yeah, they are. They're they're a long way from uh, your chain derailing every time you got on it. 
Yes, pockets exploding, <laughs> uh, false, false neutrals. Right, uh, right. You know, I'm guessing they've got that ironed out over there. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's good. You know, as, as, as long as they learn from their mistakes, good yeah, for them. It's never good to have that happen, and they probably <laughs> probably saw that. They saw Preston prematurely go into retirement. Well, you you know, fat kid works over there. Yeah. Now. Yep. And. You know, he said Roger is, you know, kind of the real deal. He said he's, you know, the best team manager he's right. ever had. Right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to these podcasts. They wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for BTOsports.com as well as the other advertisers. So I appreciate if you just listen to this, deal with it, order some stuff from BTO, and then we'll get right back to the show. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike or body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free, or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at BTOsports.com. JT Racing USA is back to reestablish its deep roots in the motocross industry with an all-new, innovative line of racewear and casual wear. While bringing many of JT's strongest design elements from its golden years back to life, the racewear is constructed with the highest-grade material on the market and has a technological fit, feel, and function that is sure to raise the bar in how motocross gear is being built. JT has relaunched itself back into motocross with the Pro Tour jersey, classic pants, lifeline, and flex field gloves in eight colorways with an assortment of men's and women's casual wear to add to its collection. By redefining the meaning of airflow, JT has incorporated its airline system technology into this collection and have launched their all-new ALS2 helmet in seven colorways to complete the rebirth of the brand. The wait is over. Do you see Gothic? No, I did not see Gothic. I'm no, I forgot about him. You forgot about Gothic. Gothic's, geez, Gothic's working for Brayton. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that. Okay, so it wasn't Brayton. It was Gothic. That's why what? Brayton did good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, you know it was Gothic for sure. <laughs> we just had Brayton on our on our Monday night show, the one I do with Watson, and uh, uh, we asked Brayton if he'd ever seen Gothic's dragon tattoo, and he was very taken aback. He, d- he did not realize his mechanic. Has a shoulder blade to shoulder blade dragon tattoo. You know, I didn't know. You know, I've gone riding with him many times, and I did not know he had a tattoo either. Really? Okay. Yeah. You got to check it out. He's a, you know, very private guy. He is. He's, he is a very private guy. What about. You don't know a lot about him. No, no. What about, what about Frankie? How, how's he doing? He's, he, he, he's doing good. He, he uh, you know, I actually watched his rider. I don't know his name. <laughs> I know he's French or something, um, but I thought his rider looked pretty good. Marvin Musquin. Yes. I don't know why yes. he's not working for Roxon. Him and Roxon seem to get along really well. Okay. Um, who? Oh, Roxon and Frank. Yeah. Yeah. See, no. See, you, 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 you can't have those two together because oh. I think yet you, you have to have somebody that counterbalances. Oh Frank. yeah, yeah. It's too much one way. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Uh, Buddy, buddy, too much broing down. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frankie, uh, uh, Frankie still talks about his Preston days. He just brought it up. I don't know. Maybe the last race I saw him at, he we Good. were joking about you, and, and he brought it up again, and really misses 
the Preston days, I think, the Preston era. Well, you know, th- this is the thing. You know, I've started a lot of mechanics careers. Yeah. So I just hope that they don't forget that. You know, Frank, Sean. Sean Ulikowski, um, yeah. You, you know, if it wasn't for me, these people might not have jobs. No, it's a good point. They never would have got in. No doubt. <laughs> there's, there's no way. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, I'm wondering, uh, do you have your 2002 championship bike? No, I don't. But uh, Rob at InStyle does have it in his showroom. Well, why don't you get that back? You know, if, if I talk to Rob, uh, he might be willing to let me borrow it, maybe. Yeah. See, I'd like to see you get on that thing and do a little bit of parade, do some parade laps. Something. I would love to ride that thing. That thing ran really well. You probably still fit into your O'Neill gear. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're probably not far off. You know. Oh man. We could really do this up. We could really make this a ceremony. Hey, I heard somebody said that I was the only person that won a championship that wore O'Neill gear. Um, you got I me. Don't know if that's, I mean, I don't know if that's true. Technically, Timmy did not win that 2007 450 title. But I think he did. So besides him, um, they you know they gave the award to Langston and everything, but that didn't count. Um, uh, you gotta be probably the only guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, did your whole team wear O'Neill that year? They did, didn't they? Everybody did. Yeah. 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 The whole team. Right. Huh. You ever think Stewart lays up at night and wonders about the one that got away, that O2 title? You know, he's he's probably just worried about counting his money and finding a place to put it. So I don't think he's too worried you don't about think, that. Yeah, you don't think he's he's uh, too worried. Hey, the the track was a big a big source of uh, discontent with a lot of guys. Like uh, we had Wyndham on the show, and I said, "Tell me what was good about it," and he couldn't tell me. And you know, Jimmy Albertson said that that uh, they should put trees up, and it was more of a riding through the woods or something. I mean, what do you think? You know, that, that's so good to hear that because I went to the race, didn't really talk to a whole lot of riders, and, you know, just kind of went into the stands. And when I looked at that track, I said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, does it look different in the seats, you know, because I'm not right, used to being right. over there. I'm like, yeah. what? Does the track always look this bad from the seats? <laughs> um, so it looked terrible. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It, was, it certainly wasn't that challenging for you guys. Those guys. And, like, did they have a whoop section? No, no. It was about six whoops, and it had a huge rut. Yeah, like, I can't wait to see the track. Like, I, like what happened to the rhythm lanes and whoop sections? I sure hope they bring that stuff back. <laughs> I hope they bring back rhythm lanes and whoops also. <laughs> That'd be like saying, I hope they bring the start back. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what, 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 what went on. I mean, I know they... I know they keep the tracks easier at the beginning of the year to uh, um, to help the guys, but that was a little ridiculous. Yes, it was. And that's why your teammate there, old Crazy Balls, Stuart, there was nothing to go Crazy Balls out on there out there. You know what I mean? There's nothing to separate him from some dudes. Man, Villapoto found something, though. Wow. Well, yeah, that's the comeback. And, 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 yeah, he killed him. He didn't just win. I mean, you know, he killed him. So. Yeah, I was I was impressed. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so you're lining up schools in California as we as we speak. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of just you know I had some people come from North Carolina, kids from Pennsylvania, what? Mississippi. They're following you. You're like the Pied Piper of motocross schools. 
Well, you know, it's you know, people want a good place to ride in the winter, and California's the place. So they come and follow you wherever Travis Preston is going. I'm going there. Is that is that? Yes, it? I I have RV sites here in <laughs> in the high desert, so people can park their RVs and we just go riding during. Really? The Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Oh, so you have like a whole compound going on, like yes, like in yes. The, like Waco, like in Waco, Texas. There, you have a little compound. Yes. Yes. Um, oh wow, that's cool. So that keeps you busy. How can people, how can people get a hold of you um, if they're listening to this and they want to get taught by the 2002 125 West Coast Supercross champion? Uh, they can go to TravisPrestonMX.com. Okay. Oh, you know what? As soon as I, we we stop this podcast, I'm going to check that out. Sounds good. Um, so people can go there and they can figure out where you're going to be and what you're going to do and all that. Yeah. Okay. What's the biggest mistake you see out there? From riders, um, the biggest mistake. Yeah, like I what see, are you what are you trying to correct a lot? Um, one is you know like say when you went to Marty Smith, I, I went to Marty Smith also. Yep. Um, what I keep remembering, what stuck in my mind, you know, they always talk about like kind of elbows up, you know, foot off uh, the ground. Marty was big you know, on on aggression. Yeah, really clutching and trying to knock the guy over next year. <laughs> do you remember that? He used uh, to do those drills. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no one actually sat me down and showed, and explained to me how does a motorcycle actually work? You know, uh-huh. Like how do how are you supposed to control this motorcycle? Because usually when people ride, they're just along for the ride. They cannot point the bike. They don't know how to control the bike. So right. I I first want to let people understand. You know, the motorcycle is controlled by the throttle. Wow. And 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 uh, many many amateur riders control the motorcycle with the brake. Okay. So that's a big difference from the amateurs to professionals. A professional will then turn the throttle to make the motorcycle do something. Right. Or an amateur rider will just drag the brake or start smashing on the brake. That's clever. That's clever. Yeah. Um, okay, so what you're trying to teach the guys, the number one thing you see is guys not controlling the bike with the throttle. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you know, then there's a lot of other things. You know, to, when you start turning the throttle, you got to start squeezing the bike. You got to have the proper body position. So yeah. then, all those other things come into play too. My dad would take my seat off to get me to stand up more. Do you do that? No, because then that just enables you. You know, like if if you're not going to stand up, then I'll just punish you so, some other way. Okay, all right. My dad would disconnect my rear brake to get me to use the front more. Now, see, I have done that, but you have to be careful because then I'll have kids. They just won't use the brakes at all then after that. <laughs> so you kind of have to find a balance there. That's when the lawyers get involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's all kind of stuff that riders can pick up on. And, and, and it's funny how – you know what I always had trouble with? It's, it's funny how little things make a big difference is what I was saying. You know what I, you know, I was taught at a school when I was a kid? You want to stay in a rut, drag your front brake a little bit, just a little bit, and it keeps that wow. bike. It te- keeps your bike really inside of a rut, and I still use it to this day, and it's a great tip, and people don't realize that kind of stuff. Well, see, and that's a perfect reason why, you, you know, you didn't succeed at becoming a motorcycle rider. Well, actually, funny you say that. Um, I have four Manitoba titles. Four. What the hell is that? I don't know what Manitoba is. <laughs> That's my that's my province <laughs> where I grew up in. That's where I grew up in, and I have four titles. 
you know, I mean, I, I, I got the plaques and everything. I'll show you pictures. So I would take your term as succeed. I, I would take that lightly. I would take that back. I, would take, well, would take I that apologize. Back. I, I just did not know that series or anything. So. Well, I mean, it's, it's an all, you know, it's where I cut my teeth. It's, it's where, where I came up. No, you know, you know, actually, I went down to race the 1989 Atlanta Supercross Amateur Day. Do you remember? The, do you ever do do any of those? I don't know if they were on the West Coast. They were. Yes, they, they were at did. five o'clock in the. Them. They were at five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. The day of the race, and I lined up on my KX80, and I think Dement was there. Bernard was there, and I was pretty hot shit in Canada. Like I'd done pretty well, even. As, even when it comes to the country, like I was pretty good, and I never saw those guys. I didn't even see them, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, it's time to start thinking of a new new career here because, <laughs> I mean, they dropped the gate. I was in the race, but I wasn't in the same race as you know the top guys. So that was a big eye opener for me, Travis. Big big eye opener. So then at that point, you grabbed a wrench and then went to work on Jeff Demet's bike? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went over there, except if anybody knows Demet, <laughs> he's really weird. And so I maybe didn't want to do that. But uh, um, no, it's just, yeah, just funny how that funny how that kind of works. So what what uh, what's the plans from here? Three months in Cali, January, February, March. Yep. Head out to North Carolina. Yes, uh, I, I actually am going to race. Uh, Mill Creek is having a race in March. Okay. Um, and I will be racing that. And I, I only race people that have a job. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I, I do not race kids anymore. Right. Right. So I'll, I'll be racing plus 25, plus 30. Okay. Um, what, what, are you going to do any no, – you're, you're not coming back. You're not going um, to come back to Southwick or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I could see myself doing a national, but it takes so long to get into shape. Right. See, I go for speed now. You know, I I, I like to set some fast lap times, mm-hmm. but I can only do three or four laps. Right, right, right. Okay. Perfect. You know, for a the national, yeah. Steve, you got to go like 30, well, 40 minutes. Last time I checked, they were 30 plus two. I don't think they're going to shorten it for you if you show yeah, up. Yeah. Like, they're not so going to. That, that's going to become a problem. Yeah. Uh, okay, so years later now, you've hung up the boots. What What do you regret? What What should What should you have done, done differently? I just wish when I first became a pro that I would have treated it like a job and just right. trained hard and just worked so much harder when I was younger. You know, I really didn't start working hard until I was 25, 26, and that's way too late. Right. So chaparral days, yeah. you were just partying. You were just whatever. Yeah, that was a bad – you know, I remember Larry Brooks sat me down. I remember this at the Yamaha test track, and he started telling me this stuff. Uh-huh. And – you know, I listened to him, and, and, I, and I understood it, but then I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that just pissed. I mean, I always think about that. I just wish I would have, right. from that point, just really worked hard. You're like, whatever, old man. Beat it. <laughs> what do you know? You got, some, you, got yeah. some, you got some ultra-cross championships, and now you think you can tell me what to do. Yeah, it was a bad deal. Right. Still, though, I think you're one of those guys that uh, – you sort of self-made yourself, you know what I mean? It wasn't like you were some amateur prodigy. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know? it was a long time. You know, it kind of took me a while to get going, but um, right. it was good. Uh, um, this is a question I've been asking a lot of guys lately, and it may be inappropriate. I don't know. But 
What was the most money you made in a year? The most money? Yeah. Oh, like that is, that, that is kind of inappropriate. Okay. All right. Well, see, and if you say that, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Like I asked a couple other guys, and oh. they answered, and some guys don't, you know, and that's okay. Um, well, you know, my my wife's sitting here, and she also says that's very inappropriate. Oh, okay. All right. So see? She, she's now upset, too. Great. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, I just want to let you know that guys like David Villeman and Nick Lay were more than open about that question, so. Okay, well, tell me, since, since they're more than open, go ahead and tell me. <laughs> well, uh, uh, David, David said his best, like, and we're talking, I think, all-in bonuses and everything, his, boy, his best was uh, $1.6 million. Okay, yeah, I, I believe that. And Nick's was, what do you think Nick Ways was? Get, take a guess. I, I'm guessing Nick would have to be close to a million. He was over a million, yeah, like 1.1 really? or something. Yeah, and that's for a guy, you know, he's never won a race uh, in the big bike class, never won a title. D- DV, you know, I mean, he's got 11 career wins or something, or 14 or something, you know. So, yeah, yeah. so Nick Ways done well for himself as, yeah, a, he has. as a Dave Villeman. Um, so, okay, so Travis Preston, uh, you nobody listens to these things. Well, yeah, that's, that's, okay. that's very inappropriate. Let me ask you this. What was better for you, the, the championship year in the lights class or your factory Honda days, like the big bike uh, class? Oh, factory Honda days for sure. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought with the title yeah. with the title that might push you, you know, push you. Uh, no, up. no. And the race wins and stuff. No, okay. All right. No. So the factory Honda days. Okay. Um, uh, all right. And then so are you, which races are you going to? Well, are you going to go to Phoenix this weekend? Or are you going to go to A2? Go to- uh, I'm, I'm going to go to A2. And Dodger? I sure, hope I, I sure hope I go to some more because I used to, when I was first done racing, mm-hmm. I didn't like to go to the races because I right. kind of wanted to be out there doing it. Right. You Now now I really enjoy watching it because I like to see people ride the right way. Yeah. You probably hung it up a bit early. You still had a few years left in you, for sure. How old are yeah, you? I, How old I are you? think so. I mean, I'm I'm actually in my prime right now. I'm 33. <laughs> okay, easy. I'd, I'd go easy on the prime talk, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, for sure. You've been out of it for three years. I yeah, think. something um, like that. Yeah, you had another couple of years left in you, no doubt. I mean, you could yeah. you could have milked the the Moto Concepts and Hart Huntington teams for a few years there and gotten some. Yeah, good money. I could have. I could have. Right, right. Um, hmm, interesting. So you go to California races and and, uh, and check up on riders and what about scrubbing? What about scrubbing? Everybody wants to learn how to scrub, right? Yeah, which it it it's a good good tool that that you can use, but you know one you 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 know that's like the elite kind of right thing. You know, like like really only a riders really need to learn how to do that because you know in the B class that doesn't really matter because the B riders can barely go through the turn right. Right. It's crazy, though. The kids are trying to do it. You see them. You see the local tracks. Yeah, and, like, you know, the jumps is not what separates us. The jump doesn't separate Stewart from Dungey to Villapoto. You know, it's all about the turns. Yeah. And, right. You know, that, that that's what really separates. Um, can I ask you about Bunny? Can I, Are you going to get mad? No, no. How How is she? She's good. She has a boyfriend. Really? She has a boyfriend. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's good. She's getting on with her life. I like that. She's moving on, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
Hasn't gotten out lately? Nothing? Nothing like that? No, no, no. She she has a boyfriend, and she, she's staying at a friend's house. And okay. She, she, she's kind of forgotten about us now, yeah. now that she has a male friend. Right, and doesn't that always usually happen that way? Yes, it does. Um, okay. All right. well, I just didn't want to get you up. I know some of it, some of that talk upset you at one time. So clearly, clearly you, you clearly, <laughs> not anymore. Steve. <laughs> clearly, you've moved on, and, and you you know you've realized the error of your ways. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this, Travis Preston MX dot com. Yes, sir. People can sign up, check it out. I hope it wor- hope this thing gets you some business. I want a percentage. No chase, Steve. Because I'm not doing that well. You know, I'm just media, lowly media guy. <laughs> so. Uh, we need to work out some sort of deal. Always good to talk to you. Always fun. Um, I get, hopefully, I will see you at uh, at Dodger Stadium or A two. I hope I hope that'll happens a lot. And then I hope you to know, get you and I'll Frankie together. Yeah, I hope to get you and Frankie together, and then you guys can make me laugh. So that would be good. Oh, that'd be a good time. Right on. Thanks, Travis, and uh, see you around. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.